Hi, everybody. So at the end of Parsha's Bullock, and then going into Parsha's Pinchas, we have a very, very tragic story. Probably, I would guess, one of the biggest Chil Hashem stories ever. Um, and how does Pinchas stop this, this, uh, this, what's going on? He takes a spear and he kills two people in front of a, a very large portion of Klai so There's a lot of people there. And Pinchas kills two people in a very violent act. He takes a spear and sticks it through the middle of two, a man and a woman. And there's a lot of Nisim happened to him then. He broke through an army to get there. And he, he, he saw a lot of Siyad HaDashmaya, but it was a very violent act. And it was the right act to do. It was very much the right act to do at the time. It was a big, big Kiddush Hashem. And then in the beginning of Parshas Pinchas, we see that Hashem blesses Pinchas with, with, uh, with, with Shalom, with peace. That he'll have, he gets the bracha of Shalom. Now the question is, it's very interesting that he's blessed with having peace when the act he did was very violent. It seems to be a very the opposite of peace. He did such a violent act to two people, and even though they're engaged in terrible sin in public, and they're doing Gibbadafka in public, but he, the, the, how he took care of it, and he was correct for doing it, but the way he took care of it was very violent, and he's blessed with peace. And it's important for us to understand what is peace. What is Shalom? What does it mean to have peace in our relationship, to have inner peace inside of ourself? And then Ziva Shalom has a bunch of questions. And, and he asks like this, that we see peace is very, very important. We end off the Berches Kahuna with Shalom. We end off Shemayna Esrei with the Bracha of Shalom. And it has to be that it doesn't just mean a lacking of fighting, a lacking of strife, because we say, He who makes peace on high by the Malachim, should make peace on us. Now the Malachim don't fight, they don't have any strife. So it can't be that we're asking Hashem to take away wars and fighting and politics by the Malachim, um, just like it's by the Malachim, it should be by us. The Malachim don't have these issues. So the question is, what is peace? It means it's an actual, it's a proactive midah. It's something that, that it's bepoil. It's not just something that takes away fighting. So he explains that there are four spiritual elements. Fire, earth, air, and water. And all of them do not fit together with the other one. Fire it evaporates water. Water extinguishes fire. Dirt ex uh, extinguishes fire. Ear can blow out fire. Everything is, none of the four elements, none of these four spiritual elements that everything is composed of really live together harmoniously. And what keeps the world, so he says the physical world is made to decompose. As we know, anything physical degrades. Some things could take hundreds or thousands of years, and some things could take a couple of seconds. But everything degrades. That's how physicality is made. So how does it last for the time that it does? Because when everything works in tandem towards a bigger goal, towards something outside of itself, for a bigger mission, then they're able to work together harmoniously. 
He on the on the right side of the Kisei covered holding up the Kisei covered is Michal, and on the left side is Gavriel. Michal is the Malach of 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 Chesed of Rachamim, and the and Gavriel is Govar Kel is is Gvura is the Malach of of Din, and they have two totally different missions. So how could they both be evenly holding up the Kisei covered? What those things mean, by the way, I have no clue. But that's what it says. That's what's brought down. So what, what does this mean? Explains in Nesiva Shalom. This means is that they're two totally different personalities, but they complement each other because what they're doing is holding up the Kisei covered. They're not in it for themselves. They're in it for Hashem's glory. And when we are focused just on ourselves, we're going to end up getting into fights with people, and then we get into uh, politics, and people are hurt, and then we take Nakama because something was taken away from our ego. But when people are focused on something outside of themselves, and we're focused on a bigger picture, that we're a piece of a puzzle, and we're focused on the picture that's going to be created, when all the pieces work together in harmony, then we're going to have peace. So these four elements, these four spiritual elements of fire, earth, air, and water, the reason how they stay together is because they're all there to fulfill and then they're able to work perfectly fine together, perfectly well together. It's not a question at all. So what does it mean practically? What does it mean in our relationships? When we have something bigger that we're living for, when we believe in Hashem, we believe in the terror, we believe we're here for a mission, people are here to be misakin things, we're on this world to accomplish, then there's something outside of us, and then when both of the people, both halves of the relationship, or both parties, have that same goal, have the same values, have the same mission in mind, then it's not about me and it's not about you. It's about us together working towards a specific mission. So for instance, if you know a couple does not have the same values and their son is a fantastic basketball player and the mom says, okay, let's send them to this uh, Christian school because they have a better basketball program. And the father says, he's, he's a Jewish kid, he's not going to a Christian school then they're going to end up fighting. If they both believe in the Torah and both believe in instilling him with Torah values, then the fact that the Christian school has a phenomenal basketball team and, and coach is not, going to, is not going to be a part of the picture. They're both going to be living and striving for the same things. And it's the same thing with our own personal peace. When inside we know that we're a part of something bigger, and we are, we are. The question is just how much we know it. No, the question is how much we feel it. The question is how much das we have connecting what we know to inside. But as much as we know clearly that we are part of a bigger picture, as much as we know clearly that we're here for a reason, and that we're being led in directions, our good meters are leading us somewhere, our bad meters are leading us somewhere, the, every instance in our life was there to lead us somewhere and is leading us somewhere, then we're going to be able to feel calm inside. We're not going to have to control everything. We know that there's, there's, there's meaning behind what's going on, and there's, there, then there, that's what takes away suffering. Bad things happen in life. We live in a challenging world. Bad things will happen. And we have to connect with the reason why Hashem puts a, could, could put a bad thing in our life so we should feel it. We're supposed to feel pain when something's painful. But the, what, what, what rips people apart is not the pain. It's the sorrow. It's the self-pity. It's the wallowing in our, in our messed up negative thoughts. And that Hashem does not give us. That is up to us to choose how we see things. Could something be painful? Sure. 
Does that mean that we can't deal with it? Absolutely not. We could deal with intense things. We could deal with painful things. And we're supposed to. That's why they're given to us. So we could connect more and become deeper people. Become more connected people. Become more focused people on what's really important. And the fact that, that people live in sorrow is from a lack of seeing a bigger picture. It's because we focus on ourselves. We focus on why does this happen, have to happen to me? As we spoke about, as we spoke about recently, the, the question of why does this have to happen is already missing the point. We know why things happen. We things happen because they bring us to good places. The question is really where is this taking me? And when we're able to see the bigger picture and live for something outside of just my wants right now, then we're able to live with shalom, with peace. And we should all be blessed to have a very, very peaceful Shabbos and very, very peaceful um, and keep building on peace and keep building on more and more and more peace in our life, internally and externally, and be able to exude peace and people should feel comfortable and feel calm and peaceful when they're around us because when people have inner peace, then everyone else who wants to connect with that feels calm around them and feels like there's, they, they, they know things are under control. And especially, especially, especially with the, you know, with the three weeks coming up, Shavasar Batamas in the nine days and three weeks and nine days, Tishabov. Really, what happened is to the base of Mikdash, explains Rabbi Rabinovich, is not that I heard Rabbi Zachariah Wallerstein say this from Gamliel actually. There's not the fa- the vart of Hester Punim that Hashem turns his face away from us. It's not that, oh, Yidin are acting so badly, Hashem turns away. I don't want to see that. Of course not, of course not. Hashem always focuses on us. Hashem turning His face away is because when we don't live for meaning, Mimela, the base of Mikdash, is going to be destroyed. When we, so to speak, kick out the Shekhinah, so of course the elements can't stand together. Of course they're going to decompose because there's no glue behind it and they're made to decompose naturally. And then Hashem turns away because there's so much, it's so difficult to see us, to see His, 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 his children destroying themselves. And... In Ritz Hashem, we should be able to see a bigger picture. We should be able to connect. We should be able to give that off and be able to to help other people connect by being real and by being in touch with a bigger picture and not just focusing on ourselves. Have a wonderful Shabbos.